Are you gay? Do you know someone who's gay? If you answered yes to either question, hi, I'm Parker, and this is Parker's Pointless Podcast, where every week I talk about some pointless thought that was floating around in my little noggin. These topics will range from pop culture, to film and television, to politics, and to things happening in my own personal life, all of which I am not qualified to speak on, but because I am gay and delusional, I find the confidence and conviction within me to speak as if I am a professional. On this episode, I'll be giving you all a lesson on how to behave in public because it's clear to me that you have all forgotten. Now sit down and listen up because class is in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parker's Pointless Podcast. OMFG, it's me, Parker, duh, blah. Y'all already have been motherfucking new. It's me. Hi, it's me again. Um, are you happy to hear the sound of my voice? Um, I hope you are. If you're not, then I'm confused as to why you're listening to this. But you know what? If you're hate listening to this, literally go off because I'm still getting the streaming numbers. So, um, period, poo. This episode, you guys, is going to be such a hoot and a holler as you could have told from the intro. Um, I'll give you all a little rundown on that in a minute. But before we get to that, you guys, I need to do a little ad for myself because as you all know, I am an affiliate with Class Pass. Class Pass, duh. I love Class Pass. Love, love, love. Um, and in preparation for the Beyonce concert, I have been working out a lot. I'm trying to get super, super cinched and snatched because I am trying to be ready. I'm trying to have my body look banging because I'm going to be wearing potentially an outfit that is a little bit more on the revealing side. I haven't gotten my outfit yet, so I really don't know, but that's the plan. So I've been trying to work on my bod. Okay. And class pass is the best way to do that. Obviously you can go to the gym. But the gym is kind of scary. It's a little bit spooky. It's full of the spooky straight men. ClassPass is a great way for you to expand all of the different types of fitness that you want to try. You can try all the different studios in your area from Pilates to cycling, boxing, rowing, lifting, running, all different types of fitness. ClassPass has them all. And you pay a monthly a monthly subscription for a set amount of credits that you can choose on which studios you want to spend your credits at. It is a great way to build community. It's a great way to build your fitness resume. And it is a great way to expand your mind on what you are physically capable of. It is a wonderful tool. It is a wonderful resource. I have a link. I am working with ClassPass. Obviously, I'm talking about them right now, but I am a firm believer in it myself. I have been using ClassPass for over a year. I absolutely love it. It has benefited me in a multitude of ways, and it's also helped me at the gym. Like I, of course, go to the gym because I can't take class every single day, but taking all of these different types of classes have taught me how to move my body, how to, you know do all different types of fitness routines and workouts that help me in a multitude of ways. And I can go to the gym and feel confident in what I'm doing because I have the classes that have educated me before. So ClassPass is a great resource. Use my link. You'll get your first two weeks for free. And then from there, you can choose which subscription you want to use. And you can go from there and choose your own journey doll because it is truly wonderful Live, laugh, love it. It's very dependent upon which area you live in and how many studios around you are signed with ClassPass. But ClassPass is ever-growing and ever-expanding. So hop on board now. 
It is a great tool to use and it will, you know, set your, set your fall, your back to school fitness goals up, set your, set your fitness goals for the end of 2023. And you can get ahead for your 2024 New Year's resolutions because we all have that New Year's resolution that rolls around. It's like, I'm going to do this fitness more. I'm going to start running. I'm going to start walking. I'm going to go to the gym more. And it kind of never happens. So start that habit now while you're still, you know, while it's still summer vibes. Okay. And now that, oh, also now that kids are going back to school, all these classes are going to be way more available because they're going to be less people. So now is the time to hop on board with ClassPass, you guys, because it is truly, truly that girl. Use my link. I'll put it in the description of this episode and I'll put it in, in the description of this content that I'm creating. So if it's on TikTok, YouTube, wherever, you will find the link. I promise I'll put it down underneath the video. Anyways, moving on. Today's episode, you guys, is going to be all about our public etiquette because the more time that I've spent in public in regards to like not being at home. So I've noticed this a lot when I am, you know, like I said in the last episode, rollerblading. I love to go rollerblading there and I see a lot of people. The way people behave in public is kind of crazy and the way people just kind of are so blissfully unaware is something that is an anomaly to me. So this episode, we're going to be talking all about how to behave in public. And I'm going to be talking about the things that I think I'm going to reading your guys' submissions because y'all had a lot to say about how people behave in public. So before we get to that beef of the topic, let's do Parker's poppin' hot take because literally, what would I be if Parker was not a hot take? Explicit? Definitely, maybe. Period. My hot take of the week is this. Y'all are addicted to your phones. Like, you're truly, truly addicted to your phone. I'm not saying it as if I'm not, because I would also say that I'm addicted to my phone. I love being on my phone, love TikTok, love Instagram, love Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it now. Ugh. Anyways, love social media, love texting my friends, love, you know, just, you know, being on YouTube. I love being on my phone. However, I have the ability to turn it off. I can go see a movie. I can go to the theater. I can go with my hangout with my friends. I can have dinner with someone and be able to sit and talk to them without going on my phone. And unfortunately, some of y'all don't possess that skill and y'all need to start working on it now ASAP, please, because it's kind of annoying um, being in the movie theater um, for a literal two hour movie with someone who's literally texting, like literally get the fuck off your phone. Like you do not need to be on there. Whatever you're doing, unless you're having a medical emergency or a crisis is happening, there is no need for you to be on your phone. And if there was that crisis happening, why are you at the movie theater? Hmm? So y'all need to get off your phones, especially when you're in a shared public space where everyone is trying to focus on something because it is rude, it's disruptive, and it's distracting. Cut that shit out now. And also, I want to add a little amendment to what I'm saying because I think it's funny because older generations, specifically boomers, love to say that young people are obsessed with their phones, which I'm not going to say is wrong because I think there is some truth to that, especially all of us being raised with technology. But when I tell you the biggest culprit of people being on their phones in the movie theater specifically is always old people. It's like, bitch, Becky, Karen, 
uh, Candace, Bruce, Kevin, Claude. Get the fuck off your phone, you old ass. Get. You don't need to be texting your child about, oh, I made this recipe today. You don't need to be searching up the actors in the movie. Like, literally, get the fuck off IMDb in the movie theater. Do it after you see the movie. Like, you don't need to know who that actor is right now. Like, you can wait till later because it's literally with your brightness up to 100%. Like, literally, girl, turn your phone off. Like, honestly, I think that's actually the most helpful advice I can give you from this hot take. Don't put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Don't put your phone on Sleep. Don't, like, turn it all the way off because it'll reduce your ability to just, like, oh, like, casually go on it. You won't get any sort of notifications. You'll just, like, it'll prevent you from even thinking about your phone. So just turn it off. I promise you that text that you got from the guy you have a crush on who's probably going to ghost you in three weeks from now is not that important and is just watch the Barbie movie, bitch, and just watch the movie. Like, literally, just allow your brain to turn off and focus, okay? So that's that's all I had to say on that one. That's my hot take for the week. Don't be disruptive with your phones. It's literally annoying, and I will hate you for it, and I will literally hurl curses at you in my brain, okay? And that pertains to the topic that we're talking about today, which is how to behave in public, So this topic really popped in my brain, as I said before, because of how much time I've been spending out in the public recently with my rollerblade little era that I'm in. People don't know how to act. Y'all bitches don't know how to act and you've lost your damn marbles. The way you behave in public is literally crazy. I'm not going to tell you how to behave in private because that is none of my business, right? You can do whatever you want to do behind closed doors. Obviously, let's not be spooky. Let's not do things that are fucking immoral. Let's let's not. But the public is a shared space. It is a free space for all of us to be allowed to be in uh, by ourselves or together, right? We all are entitled to that space. It is not solely yours. So do not behave in these spaces like it's your home. Because, bitch, it is not. It is a shared space. And let's be aware that we're sharing it with others. So let's dive into it. I I broke this down with a whole different, like a whole bunch of different places that I frequent and how to behave and the etiquette that I expect from others. Now, I'm not trying to be a Karen. I'm not trying to be nitpicky. In my mind, these are things that should be common knowledge. If you don't agree, girl, argue with your mother. I'm not the one, okay? And then I also have some submissions, so we'll get to those at the end with some specific questions. But first and foremost, a place that I spend a lot of time on in public, the fucking sidewalk, okay? There are places where sidewalks are really big. There are places where sidewalks are very small, Either way, if you're with a group of people, let's not walk shoulder to shoulder while we're walking down the sidewalk. If there's no one on the sidewalk that you can see for hundreds and hundreds of feet, be my guest, girl. Do whatever you want. But if I am walking this direction on the sidewalk and you are walking towards me and the sidewalk is very narrow and there are two or three of you walking shoulder to shoulder filling up the entire sidewalk and you see me walking in the opposite direction of you, let's make some space. Because I'm not trying to walk in the street because your bitch ass didn't want to fucking clump down or step behind them to make room for me. Like, literally, read. also, 
this applies to people who walk in the middle of the sidewalk, which also, again, if there's no one around, do whatever you want to do. But if you're going to take up all of that space and literally not make room for anyone else, you are in is so far in the wrong that if someone calls you a bitch or calls you a cunt or calls you whatever, calls you an asshole, you kind of are like you are literally behaving in that way. So that insult being thrown at you is deserved because you're behaving poorly. So like, let's not right. Like, let's let's be aware we are not the only person that exists. We are on a public sidewalk. Let's make space for everyone, okay? Now, don't ride your bike. Do not ride your electric scooter on the sidewalk. The sidewalk is meant for pedestrians. The bike lane is meant for bicycles. Obviously, I understand the danger of riding a bike and the the hazards that is are, that are presented to people who are on the street that are not in automobiles because there is the bike lanes are oftentimes not big enough or slanted or like poorly maintained. And unfortunately, a lot of cyclists will then venture into the street and can get hit by cars and it's dangerous. And I totally understand that. And I wish the best for y'all. And I wish I want the bike lane to be the best for you guys that it can be. However, your bike does not belong on the sidewalk. Again, if there's no one on the sidewalk, be my guest. But I'm not trying to be going on a run, AirPods in, blasting some Dua Lipa, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, running down the sidewalk. All of a sudden, your bitch ass on a bike comes up behind me and almost takes my ass out. Like, girl, you don't belong here. This is a sidewalk which is meant for me. So, like, honey, you have your designated place and I have my designated place. If I'm in my spot, why are you in my spot? Like, come on now, be fucking real. Same with those scooters, those electric scooters. They're all the rage in Long Beach and Los Angeles County. The scooters are everywhere. I kind of love the scooters, but those scooters literally are, they tell you in the directions. You cannot ride these on the sidewalk. These are meant to be on this in the street. Be in the street, girl. You are not meant to be on the sidewalk. If you hit a pedestrian, that is fully dead ass your fault. So let's reduce the risk and let's put our asses on the street, okay? Now, on the reverse Uno flip side of the coin. If there is a designated sidewalk and there's a designated bike lane, do not walk in the bike lane. That is not your spot to be in. Just like how it is not a cyclist's spot to be on the sidewalk, it is not your spot to be in the bike lane. I understand for a runner, oh, the asphalt is better for your joints than the concrete. Girl, argue with your doctor, argue with your mother. Get your ass on the sidewalk. Don't be in the bike lane because you are literally putting yourself at risk and you're putting that cyclist at risk. This especially impacts me and my little rollerblade journey because I love to rollerblade along the beach in Long Beach. And Long Beach has a designated sidewalk for pedestrians and they have a designated sidewalk for cyclists and scooters and rollerblades and people with wheels, right? Like they have two designated lanes for two different speeds of traffic. And there are people who will literally, A, just stand in the bike lane and then will curse at you when you like, when you tell them to get the fuck out of the way, they'll be like, why like, or if you go too fast past them or you like almost hit them, they'll make it seem like you're the problem when they're the ones standing in the middle of the road. It's like, girl, 
are your do you need to get your eyes checked do you need to get a lobotomy because bitch that brain ain't working up there and those eyes aren't working like literally huh it's so sick i'm so sick of it and there will be people, you guys, I'll be rollerblading like doo, 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 down the sidewalk or down the little bike lane, having a grand old time while people are on the sidewalk. And there'll be people in my way. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing here? Like you're you're honestly, if you get hit by a cyclist and you get like fatally injured or incredibly injured, it's kind of your fault. Like it's fully dead ass. You asked for it. You put yourself in the wrong lane because you're too stupid to be able to read all of the signs that say that this is for the bikes. Like literally, girl, like this This is where I'm like, are you a child? Like how do you have a driver's license? Like how are you, how are you able to function as an adult when you clearly can't read signs? Like, ugh, it's frustrating. And this is why I'm doing a whole episode about it because people don't know how to behave in public. So that's sidewalk section. Next, the theater. I think th- uh, this is not the movie theater. This is more like theater, live theater. Um, Love live theater. I've been doing live theater, acting, the whole gig. Been doing it for years, okay? I love to go to theater. I think since the pandemic, there has been a large um, influx in poor etiquette, not only even in the, like, live theater, but in movie theaters as well. Like, people just don't know how to fucking behave themselves because, like, they think, I think the pandemic, you know, a lot of people watched movies at home and like did things at home. So they got comfortable in like that kind of setting where like, oh, I can go on my phone. I can like scratch my junk in the middle of the space. Oh, I can go get up and start talking to my friend about the movie. I can go get myself a snack. I can be disruptive because I'm at home. Baby girl, when you're out in public, that's the literal antithesis of being at home because you're in public. So don't behave like you're at home, right? So this is for specifically live theater, okay? Don't talk. Don't text. Don't disrupt the audience, right? There are people who are alive and dedicating their time to perform for you. They're giving energy to you sitting in the audience. They're singing their lungs out. They're dancing their ass off. They're performing their tits off, right? Like they're really working hard for you to enjoy. So give, reciprocate that energy to them because it is what's deserved and don't be fucking rude, right? With that being said, like I said before, turn your phone off. Not do not disturb, not sleep, not theater mode, none of it. Turn it all the way off. Because if I hear, because, you know, A, it's embarrassing when your phone goes off, like your actual ringtone goes off. It's like, girl, like what year is this? That's one thing. But just because your phone is on vibrate does not mean that your phone is quiet. I can hear your phone vibrating in your purse full of pens and mints and lipsticks and lip gloss like your phone is vibrating and making your whole purse vibrate i can hear it everyone around you can hear it it's still disruptive and it's still distracting so turn your phone off no light disturbance no sound disturbance we're in the clear you're clear and you won't have anything to worry about it'll all be groovy so turn that phone all the way off two do not leave the theater during the finale or right at the end 
or during the curtain call. So if you don't know what curtain call is, that is when all the actors like take their bows. That's when the company like basically is thanking you as an audience for being there. And, and it's and it's just like a way to it's 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 a, a final connection, but it where the 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 fourth wall is broken, the actors are present as themselves, thanking you for being there, right? Like that's what kind of is the gag. Also, it's the audience giving those actors their flowers that they deserve for having just put on a performance for you. It's like a a pretty like a uh symbiotic experience for both actors and audience. So as audience members, it's respectful to applaud them, to stand up, giving a standing ovation, whatever. But don't like I see this all the like literally every single show I will go to. People will take that time as their chance to hit the hit the street stall. They'll literally walk out during curtain call and they'll go get in their car because they don't want to sit in traffic. And I'm like, that is so disrespectful. Like these people just worked their ass off for you for literally two and a half hours. This bitch just sang Defying Gravity for you and really laid it all out on the line for you. For you to just walk out during that moment. Like, it's so disrespectful. And besides being disrespectful, it's also just disruptive to the audience. So, you know, don't leave during curtain call. Be respectful. And, you know, don't be an asshole, right? And at the end of the day, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Being in the audience is not a time for you to, like, whisper to your friend. I mean, also, like, you know, I'm a chatty young lady. I like to talk. I like to make commentary, as obviously you know, because I have a whole podcast about it where all I do is fucking run my gums. I like to talk. And sometimes I'll, like, lean over and tell the person sitting next to me who's my friend. I'm like, like, a little something or a little, like, oh, my gosh. You know, a little this, a little that. And, like, you know what? In moderation, fine. But I have heard people always the olds it's always the olds literally being like oh she really sang that song good now didn't she where it's like girl i'm so happy that you really are living for this performance but like let's keep our our thoughts in here until intermission right or they'll be like what did she say i wish i could hear or like just like really a disruptive conversation it's like girl shh this is when our mouths are off and our ears are on. So no need to talk because it's not your time, right? So the theater is not the not the time for you to talk, girl. The theater is the time for you to shh. And all right. So moving on to the next location. This is going to be a real brief one because I didn't have a lot to say. The grocery store. So grocery store can be a very chaotic place. I love the grocery store, love to look around, love to shop, love to buy food because I love to eat food. First and foremost, the grocery store is not a place for you to bring your pet. Unless there is a certified service animal, do not bring your dog to the grocery store. It's disgusting. Like your pet will shed, your pet will sniff, your pet will like, you know, your pet will behave like an animal because that's what they are. And that's great. And we love dogs. I love dogs truly to the moon and back. But the grocery store is not a spot for your dog to be in. Not to mention, the only dogs that are allowed in grocery stores are service animals. And your dog being there can be distracting to that service animal performing a duty to help a disabled person. So 
do not be in the way, do not provide a hindrance to that disabled person and their service animal by bringing your pet into the store, okay? And it's also, again, it's just disgusting. Your dog doesn't belong there. So leave them at home. This also applies to restaurants. Please stop putting your dogs in chairs at restaurants. Put them on the floor. Like if they allow for dogs at like Lazy Dog or a patio restaurant or whatever, if they allow for dogs, your dog is meant to be on the ground because they're a dog, not a human being. I know that you you treat your dog like it's a child, but your dog is not a human being. It's a dog. You can love them like a child, but they are not a human. So they do not need to sit in a chair at the restaurant because someone else is going to be sitting there after you get up and leave. And that's just kind of a little bit disrespectful of the space, right? So your dogs do not belong in the grocery store. Two, let's, you know, if the grocery store is empty and, you know, it's a casual day, feel free to dawdle. Feel free to, you know, take your time. Look at all these items. Oh, my gosh, Trader Joe's, you have this brand new blah, blah, blah. Ooh, that looks kind of good. I want to read the ingredients. I want to take my time. Do, 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 do. That is so lovely and wonderful when it's, like, kind of casual vibes. But when the grocery store is packed, it's a busy hour. Kind of, like, read the room and know when you have the time to do something. So don't dawdle if people are trying to, like, actually do things around you because you are just in the way so like really really work on not being in the way and the grocery store can get really stressful when it comes to people needing things and needing to be in and out quickly so like let's try to all accommodate each other and let's not dawdle because girly pop this ain't the place final thing with grocery stores let's look at produce with our eyes let's not look at produce with our hands granted there are certain types of produce that you need to kind of feel to see if it's ripe or if it's not. And when that within that context, you know, I get it. And that's totally fine. But not all things need to be touched with all of your hands. Also, let's sanitize our hands before we go into a grocery store. That'll help reduce, you know, a lot of germs. But stop touching everything. Stop, like, putting your face on everything. Like, literally, like... Reduce, reduce, reduce. Look with your eyes, not with your hands. And so we can just we reduce all the thing, all the touching, because it's disgusting. Literally cut it out, okay? So this final category is just going to be an in general kind of thing. Just random things that I think are just public decency, but apparently are not. I talked about this in the last episode. I've talked about this in many episodes before. Y'all, deodorant. Antiperspirant, deodorant, pick your battle. I don't care. Wear one of them. I'm not, I'm tired of smelling you. That's the end of that. Gaze, be normal when you see someone that you talk to on Grinder. This is a very niche, you know, conversation. So if you're not gay, this ain't for you. But to all the gays out there, just because you talk to someone on Grinder, on Scruff, on Sniffies on Tinder, Bumble, whatever the app may be, okay? We're all out there, right? At the end of the day, there is someone real behind that screen that you're talking to. They are a real human being, right? Who exists in the real world, especially on Grinder when it's like a it's, you know, a reduced like circumference, you are very likely going to run into them in public, right? So when you see them in public, don't act fucking weird because what did you expect? 
You you were gonna blow. You were gonna give them a fucking blowjob in the bathroom at Ralph's, and you are now acting weird because you ran into them at a gay bar. Like I'm confused, girl. Like literally, just be normal. Say hi. You don't have to have a full conversation with them. You don't have to like be besties with them. But just be like, hi, how are you? Just like behave like you were taught in school. Like you don't have to be besties, but just treat them like a normal person because they are a person that you were talking to at one point or another. So if you run into them, be normal because if if a situation is weird, it's probably because you're being weird. So if you don't want something to be weird, don't act weird, right? Simple, yet some of y'all struggle with it. I talked about this in the last episode. I'm going to talk about it again because this is just public courtesy and public decency. After you go to the bathroom, there's a handle that typically is above the right side of the toilet. Sometimes it's on the left. With that handle, grab it, push it down. Sometimes there's a button. Button, push it. Do you know what that does? It makes that water in that toilet start circling in a counterclockwise motion or sometimes a clockwise motion depending on where you are. And all that water, all that content that you just put in the toilet goes down the drains. Isn't public plumbing such a fucking marvel? Oh my God, it's almost as if we didn't spend the last hundred years developing plumbing for you to flush your fucking feces and piss down the toilet. So if it's a urinal, flush the toilet. If it's a toilet bowl, flush the toilet. If you put toilet paper in it, but you already pooped, flush the toilet. Like, literally, I'm so sick and tired of seeing things in the toilet from the last person because it's literally disgusting. Now, this one, this next one is going to apply to all the people with penises out there who use stalls, okay? Sometimes this is like unisex bathrooms, so it applies to us all. But if you go to the bathroom, first of all, lift the lid, right? I grew up with... sisters and women in my house. So I learned this at a very young age. So I, this is just natural to me, but for some of y'all, this isn't lift the lid. Okay. And if you forgot, because sometimes it happens and you get some pee on the seat, there's toilet paper literally within arm's reach, grab that toilet paper and wipe the seat, put it in the toilet and flush the toilet because I am not going to be the next person that comes into the bathroom that has to sit down and then sit in your piss, which is nasty Or a woman has to sit in it. That's also nasty. And I also, I don't want to have to clean up after you. So this happens to me in unisex bathrooms. We're like, I will go into the unisex bathroom. And let's say there was a woman, like there's a line, right? So there's someone in there before me. I'm in line. And then there's a woman behind me. This is just an example. So that person just finished. A man just finished in the bathroom. I walk in. I see piss on the seat. What do I have to do? Even if I'm not sitting down, I have to clean the seat because now I don't want that woman who's behind me who has to sit down on the seat to think that that was me and to think that I'm disgusting and to think that I'm a classless whore. Like, I don't want them to think that about me because I'm not. But now I have to clean up after you, bitch, because you are too lazy to clean the fucking seat. Ugh, disgusting. Clean up after yourself. Stop acting like the world is yours. It's like, and that there's a maid following you everywhere you go because, bitch, let me give you a reality check. There ain't no bitch following behind you, okay? So wipe the seat and be respectful, okay? And in general, this applies to everywhere where you're at. If you're at a fast food restaurant, if you're at the movie theater, oh, oh my God, this one just popped into my brain. This kind of is like similar to like people who don't push their carts back at the grocery store, which always, 
when you go to the grocery store, put your cart back in the designated area. Don't just leave it because A, it's annoying and also rude and also just makes a, a store worker have to work harder that they don't necessarily have to do. When you're at the movie theater and you were leaving the movie theater, clean up after yourself. Do not leave your bucket of popcorn on the floor. Do not leave your wrappers on the floor. Do not leave your soda thing in the thing. There are literally 500 trash cans between where you're sitting and where your car is. You can put your waste into any single one of those trash cans. So literally clean up after yourself because you are a fucking adult. Your job as an adult is to take care of yourself, to clean up after yourself, to behave like someone who has lived on this planet for more than 18 years. And in those 18 years of life, you should have learned, oh, no one takes care of me but me. So I need to take care of the messes that I make, right? Unfortunately, being an adult and like acknowledging adulthood is not a shared experience for people who are above the age of 18. So if you're listening to this podcast, you have no excuse now because I fucking told you. Clean up after yourself everywhere. The movie theater, clean up after yourself at the grocery store, clean up after yourself at the restaurants, clean up after yourself everywhere. Like if you make a mess, clean up after yourself because that's called being an adult, right? Right. Anyways, moving on to your guys' submissions. What is something that people do in public that drives you crazy? I felt like I obviously just spent the last 30 minutes talking about things that people do in public that drive me crazy. So let's talk about things that people do in public. Wait, things people do in public that drive you crazy, okay? First, submission. Let's get into it. Which one was first? So sorry, guys. Okay. Y'all said a lot. So fight over who gets to pay and then not tip. I relate to this so hard. I'm a server girl. Don't do that. Don't fight. Also, if there's a server in front of you, don't fight over who's going to pay the bill in front of them because it's literally uncomfortable to just stand there and be like, drop the check. I'm like, I'm paying, I'm paying, I'm paying. And then make... Make the server choose because as someone who's a server, I'm going to grab the card that's easiest for me to grab and I'm walking away because, girl, I'm not I'm not a referee. I'm not about to referee the fight that's about to be had. I don't really care. I'm just here to close out your transaction because I have other tables to get to. So don't fight over the bill in front of a server and don't fight over who's going to pay. It's just kind of weird and uggo. Someone said disciplining their kids. Oh, my God. Obviously, like, Sometimes kids act up in public, and I honestly think it's worse to not discipline your kids in public and just let your kids act out because you're inconveniencing everyone, especially if it's, like, a like a quiet place or, like, a more private place. Like, oh, my God, if your kid's screaming in the movie theater or I saw a movie, you guys, and this child was literally running up and down the stairs and all down the aisles, and there's... I was not the only other, like, there's so many people in the theater, and this kid was just running around. And I was like, you know, I get it. Like, kids are kids, and they're going to behave like children. But it is a parent's job to parent the child. And if your child is acting crazy, do you know what that means? Y'all got to get your stuff and leave. Because you do not get the right to inconvenience everyone else because your kid's acting the fuck up. Like, literally, either discipline them and make them sit down or leave. Those are your options. Or like figure out a way to channel their energy into a more productive way that is less disruptive. There are a million ways to do it. I'm not a parenting expert. I don't have kids, but I know that's what you need to fucking do, okay? 
But this one was disciplining their kids in public because I have seen, I have seen people yell at their kids in public and it is so uncomfortable. Also, like, you know, there are ways to discipline your kids that are not super aggressive. And I don't mind if you're disciplining your kid in public if it's a non-abusive way. But, like, don't emotionally abuse your child by yelling at them in a, in a store. It's uncomfortable. I'll give you an example. I was in Urban Outfitters. This woman was with her child. This child just started scream crying out of nowhere. This woman looked right dead ass in her kid's eyes and was like, I don't believe you. Not for a second. And I'm not kidding. This child shut up right after that. Like, she just was like, I don't believe you. And the kid literally was so shocked. And I was shook. I was shook. And the kid literally, I'm not kidding, after that made not a single peep. It was honestly kind of miraculous and, like, she better fucking work. So if you need a way to parent your child that is not super, like, disruptive, that's a way to do it. Um, Someone say blow their nose. You know, sometimes you have to. And, like, let, try to be as discreet about it and, like, not disgusting about it as you can be and, like, try to reduce your spread of germs. Um, Someone said making out. Keep that at home. You know, I love a little good public smooch a little like uh, a little like but like the line at disneyland is not the place for you to literally make love like it's so uncomfortable to like watch y'all like go in on each other like literally keep that to yourself like save that for another time girl save that for when you're in a more private place because you're doing a more private act in public it's uncomfortable okay someone said sneezing without covering their face that's another one that's so disgusting. Like, literally, we went through a whole ass fucking pandemic for y'all to not cover your face when you sneeze. Like, be for fucking real. Okay? Someone said touching their toes. I just think your toes shouldn't be out in public. Unless you're at the beach or at a place where, like, you know, that's called for. Don't have your toes out. And especially don't touch them. Like, ew. Like, that's so weird. I've never seen that. But if I saw that, I'd get the heebie-jeebies. Um, oh, this, this is kind of tied to what I said earlier. Stopping in the middle of the sidewalk to check directions. The person submitted who submitted this I know lives in New York. And I'm the I'm walking here energy. You're literally blocking the whole sidewalk to check your directions. If you need this, I also wrote this down for another one. Driving too. If you were not knowing where you need to go, pull over, exit. Find a place where you can stop and think and figure out what's going on where you're not disrupting anyone else or the safety of anyone else. Pull over and figure out what you need to do and then get back to moving. You don't need to figure out why you're trying to do while you're moving because it, it becomes hazardous, right? Great. This is another one. Talking on speakerphone in public places. There's this like really, really nifty little invention called headphones. Like truly they've been around for kind of a while now to where you can even have headphones that have no wire. They're called AirPods. You can buy them for $100. You put them in your ears and all of a sudden that voice that's going out loud on your phone is now just in your ears. So you can respond to them without disrupting anyone else. It's a magical invention. Y'all should get into it because it's actually very simple. Okay. So there's no need to be on speakerphone in public because it's literally fucking annoying and it's disruptive. Um, some of them theme park PDA already covered that one. It's discussed. Not watch parent or reprimand their bratty pet sperms running around. 
Girl, like I said, y'all need to control your children in public. Your kids, this is not a playground. This is not a place for your kids to run rampant. If you want your kids to pop off and be like crazy and let kids be kids, there are places for them to do that and there are designated areas. Not every public space is that space because you are disrupting other people. Remember, shared spaces are shared. They are not just yours and they are not just your child's. So while I truly acknowledge and believe that children have the right to be children and do what they want to do, go to spaces that are designated for kids to be kids because not every space is meant for children. Just like how children aren't meant to be at drag shows unless it's a child drag show, which there are drag shows that are designated for children, like children's story hour or, you know, like content that's created for children. Just like how I wouldn't let my child watch a show on, like I wouldn't let my four-year-old child watch Game of Thrones because it's incredibly graphic and violent and incredibly depictive of a lot of very sexually uh, provocative scenes. That, that content is not made for children. Therefore, children should not be viewing it. So just like how other spaces are meant, there are things that are meant for kids and there are things that aren't meant for kids. So keep your kids away from things that aren't meant for them because it's not anyone else's fault that your kid is there. It's yours. You're the parent. Make the decisions and deal with it, honey. That's all I'm going to say. Stand too close and spatial awareness in general. Girl, period. Like, people have, some people have no concept of spatial awareness and it drives me bananas. Let's say, for example, we get onto a bus or a tram or whatever, because I always notice this at work. If I'm sitting by myself and there are 65 open seats around, don't sit right next to me. Like literally sit anywhere else because I'm not trying to be spoken to. I'm not trying to be like next to someone. Unless, of course, there's the only seat available is next to me. Please feel free. Take a seat, girl. Come on. I'm not going to bite. But if there are other spaces open, don't sit next to me. Come on. Like, let's be real. But don't stand too close to people. Like, give people some spatial awareness. Give people that. You remember that whole thing called social distancing where there's like a six-foot radi- like radius between you and them? Let's go back. Let's go back to that. That was a really luxurious time of life when we all just had this beautiful sense of space. Let's kind of get back to that because I really miss some some social distancing, okay? Um, have fair, bare feet out and walk barefoot. If you're at home and you want to be barefoot, be my guest. Like literally, that's your space. Do whatever you want. But if you're in public, I am confused as to why your feet are out because I'm a little concerned for your health and safety. I don't want you to step on glass. I don't want you to step on a nail. I don't want you to get ringworm. I don't want you to, you know, contract a virus because your feet are out in public. And also, I don't want to see them. Put those dogs away. A lot of you had said, a lot of you had a lot of foot content to talk about. So that's the first one. So that's the first question about what y'all, what drives you guys crazy. But the next question is, if you could give a lesson on public etiquette, what's your main topic? I obviously covered mine. So let's get into what you guys had to say, because y'all had quite a few things. Spatial awareness, we covered that one. Stop peeing, please. Um, period. I know a lot of you live in like urban landscapes where there tends to be a lot of pee in public places. I will say this is a complicated answer because there is, you know, 
there is homeless populations that exists in most urban landscapes that we need to address and we need to create housing for and we need to create, you know, our we need to re-invest in, uh, energy into our social um, safety nets that are built to catch people when they fall on hard times, whether it be medical, emergency, like job loss, whatever. Like homelessness happens, right? Like in every society, homelessness happens, but we need to have the social systems that can catch people and prevent people from falling into disarray. But back to the point that I was making, people, there are populations of people that live unhoused in public. And unfortunately, there are not a lot of bathrooms that are just public restrooms that are everywhere and abundant to, you know, go to. So sometimes people have to pee in public and it's kind of nasty. So let's invest in public infrastructure. Let's invest in more public restrooms and let's prevent people from becoming homeless. And I promise you there'll be less piss on the streets, but girl, it's nasty. And if you're one of those people that is, that gets drunk and pees on the side of the road, go to hell. Like literally find a bathroom girl and go piss because it's so nasty. Um, how to treat service workers, retail, restaurant, et cetera. Way too many assholes out there. You guys, I've talked about this before. I'll talk about it again. Speak how you want to be spoken to. If you go to a restaurant, treat them with respect, treat them with kindness, treat them with, them with empathy and compassion because that person is working and they're probably more than likely in a stressed environment. And if they're not in a stressed environment and you can tell, then girl, it's vibes. Like just be nice. Like read the room and be respectful because some of y'all are just disrespectful assholes and it's weird. Not to cough or sneeze in your hands. Sneeze into your arm. Sneeze into a tissue. Sneeze into a whole abundance of surfaces that are not just out and also in your hands. And also, if you sneeze in your hands, it happens. Wash your hands afterwards, you guys. Remember the whole pandemic? I'm going to say that a lot because a lot of y'all had things to say about cleanliness in this episode. Remember, remember, we're not trying to spread. We don't want to spread germs. Just love. Okay. Um, oh, someone said, don't talk about how long it's been since you washed your hair. Some of y'all are so crazy with how long you go without washing your hair. I mean, I go sometimes like a week max is how long I'll go without washing my hair, but I, I keep it usually to around four to five days, but keep that to yourself. You know, hygiene, if you're one of those people that just is really, has really bad hygiene, maybe keep that to yourself because I don't want to know. Like, I don't want to all of a sudden become aware and then start smelling you. You know, it's kind of nasty. Um, ugh, this one is so true. You guys mind your business unless you are needed as an active bystander. I could go on and on and on. There are so many situations that do not need to involve you. You do not need to involve yourself. Mind your fucking business. If you see something happening to the left of you, that is like literally someone getting their ass beat and you feel the need to like involve yourself, do feel free to prevent that person from getting mortally injured or call the, call the police, call, call social services that are, you know, around to prevent or stop this type of action from happening. But realistically, y'all need to learn to mind your damn fucking business because most of the time, most situations do not need to involve you. If I'm, for example, if I see people cutting it up on the side of the street, you know, doing some drugs, selling some drugs, doing some type of something, doing some type of illicit activity, I'm not the judge. I'm not the Supreme Court. I am not the police. I'm not, I am no one. I'm just another average Joe. I do not need to involve myself in their business. Their business is their own. 
I don't need to involve myself. They can do whatever they want. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to keep my eyes down and I'm going to keep it moving, honey, because their business ain't mine. So I would take a page from the book of Parker and mind your fucking business. And if it involves you, it involves you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Keep the two separate. Um, this last one. Men need to learn, men need to learn to move out of women's ways. They expect us to move for them. Period. Like I'm all about also like, you know, owning your space and, you know, taking command of where you are. But a lot of times men, like men, there'll be a man and a woman walking on the sidewalk or walking through a doorway or some type of something. And like men kind of expect women to move out of their way, which is all, you know, tied back to patriarchy and sexism and misogyny and whatever. But like move out of each other's way. Like if you see someone walking your way, like let's make space for each other because there's room for the both of us, right? So like let's be respectful and men move out of the way, women's ways. Like literally get out of the way. Or just, like, make space for them. Like, you know, like, it's not that complicated. It's just, like, ugh, don't be icky and get out of everyone's fucking way, okay? So this final question is something people do in public that should be illegal. Obviously, I'm not talking about, like, really putting people behind bars over here. I'm not trying to, you know, be a Karen. And this is just all silly fun and games. I put littering. Even though littering is illegal, you will get fined for it. It is so fucking disgusting to me that people literally will throw their trash out the window of their car while on the free. Like, that is so just, like, repugnant to me. I'm like, can you literally not? Like, there are so many trash cans around. Literally just put your waste there or leave it in your car and then throw it away later. Like, there are so many places to put your waste that aren't just out the window. And that includes cigarette buds. Butts, buds, butts. Don't throw your cigarettes out the window. Like, I see people on the freeway literally just throw it out the window. There's, do you know how much, I don't remember the statistic, but there are, like, there is so much waste that is just cigarette butts because people just throw them on the ground. They'll throw them out the window. They'll just be outwardly disgusting. There are designated places for your cigarette. You can tamp it out on the floor and, like, make sure the embers are out so that there's no fire involved so that then you can just throw it in the trash can. But a cigarette butt is just like a wrapper. There, it does not belong on the ground. It belongs in the trash can. Okay? Do not litter. It's disgusting. It's also ruining the planet. Waste is a huge issue. I talked about this on one of my other episodes. I think it was one of my hot takes, but I'm going to revisit it. Do not walk your dog off the leash. If you are in a private space, if you're in a private yard, if you're in a contained area, if it's whatever, you do you. Okay? But if you are walking your dog in a public space, your dog needs to be on the leash, which I know is actually the law, but your dog needs to be on the leash, not only for other people's safety and other dogs' safety, but for your own dog's safety, because you don't know what sound might trigger them. You don't know what person or dog or other thing might trigger them to go off and go crazy. Not saying they're going to like be violent, but like they could be super excited and then get themselves involved in a situation that involves another dog that might be on a leash that is more aggressive. That then that dog attacks your dog. And it's not that other dog that's on the leash's fault for attacking your dog when your dog was the one that walked up to them. Like, because they weren't on a leash. So if you're in public, you need to put your dog on a leash. Also, for their safety, not running into traffic and not getting hurt by another dog, not scaring another individual or another anything. Like, leash your dog up, bitch. It's, regardless of how well you think your dog is trained, I promise you, 
They're not that well-trained, girl. Put that dog on a leash. And I already talked this one knowing where you're going before you go there. And if you aren't sure of where you're going, pull over, figure it out, and get back to the journey. Because you don't want to put other people at risk while you're driving on the freeway being like, oh, I'm getting off here. I'm getting off. Oh, whoops. Oh, do. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Like, merge, like swerving back and forth. Like, you are literally operating a vehicle that can kill someone. Like, one of the leading causes of death in California is literally man- vehic- vehicular manslaughter. So let's be safe on the roads and let's know where we're going before we go. And let's, you know, click on our directions. You know, we all have smartphones. We all have navigation now. It's 2023. Put your phone in, put it on that little mount uh, or turn the sound on and get your directions going and know where you're going before you go there so you can reduce the risk of running into people, okay? So this let's read your guys' final submissions because y'all had some shit to say, okay? Ooh, what is happening on my Instagram? La, la, la. Okay. You guys said things that should be illegal that aren't. Talking on the phone, on speakerphone. We already kind of covered that one. I think it should be illegal too because it's fucking annoying and we have AirPods. Hello, duh. Wear flip-flops, but the flips be flopping so loud on the floor, period. Listen, girl, I hate flip-flops. I kind of had a phase in high school when I wore flip-flops literally every day. It was kind of sick, but girl, like just keep those flippy flops tight. Keep them right, keep them tight. Also wear shoes. Like it's loud and annoying, Okay. Breathing loudly. I don't know how I feel about this one because I unfortunately am a, a loud breather myself. But um, I tend to, I like to think that I can keep it quiet and keep it to myself. But, you know, I have many friends that will speak out against me on this one and say I, I'm a loud breather. So I do, I do kind of breathe like Darth Vader. So I agree with you on this one. But also I kind of am a little bit nervous because I fall victim to this. Okay. <laughs> someone said i don't want to see you having a better time than me girl same fomo fomo the house like if you're having a good time keep it to yourself just kidding have a good time um spitting that's another one we talked about this i believe in the last episode with straight men spitting is so disgusting and like you know i know it's mostly water and i know it's like sometimes you just have to do it but like Let's try to keep it neat, keep it discreet, and keep it to ourselves, right? But when people are, like, hawking loogies out here left and right in the, like, on the ground, like, not even, like, in the bushes, but, like, on the ground, it's so disgusting. It's just icky. It gets ick, ick, icky. Ugh. It's just a man thing. So stop spitting, y'all. And if you have to spit because you have chewing tobacco, maybe you should quit the habit. But that's just me. Anyways, um, stop spitting and also don't spit your gum out in public. Like, don't spit your gum on the ground because someone else will step in it or a bird will eat it and die. Whatever. Things, waste belongs in the trash can. That's why we have waste bins because that's where you put your waste. A lot of this whole episode made kind of makes me feel like I'm an elementary school teacher teaching people like literal children how to behave. Yet all of you are fucking adults with the right to vote, which is arguably the scariest part of this whole thing, which kind of, you know, Based upon the way people behave in public kind of makes sense as to why our country is the way that it is. Because y'all dumbasses are fucking voting. (sighs) 
I could go on and on, but I will not because I don't want to pop a blood vessel in my forehead, okay? So that has been my educational session. That's been my TED Talk on how to behave in public. Um, I hope you all have gained something from this podcast or just enjoyed hearing me talk shit on people who are fucking dumb because there are a lot of dummies out here walking these streets who should frankly just be behind bars, okay? So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I will have a brand new episode out next week for you guys. And it'll be a whole hoot and a half. Um, just so you guys know, the Renaissance concert is coming up soon, soon, soon. I believe that episode will be coming out in two weeks, maybe three. Um, we'll see. I don't remember the calendar of when this episode comes out and when that concert lines up. I don't remember when they will line up. But that episode is coming out. So that will have some guests on there. We'll be talking all about our Renaissance recap. And it'll be a hoot and a half. But other than that, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. If you're listening to this on Monday when it comes out, have a beautiful Monday. Have a beautiful week. I hope your week is beautiful. I know we're starting school again. Um, so bye, kids. Have fun in school. Uh, couldn't be me, babes. And that's that on that. So have a beautiful rest of your day. Have a beautiful rest of your week. I love you all so dearly. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Thank you all for all the support you give me. And thank you for all submitting to the prompts on my Instagram, you guys. I truly love the engagement. It is just wonderful. So thank you, thank you, thank you again. I love you all so much. I will see you all on the next episode. But until then, bye. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Parker's Pointless Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review, share this with a friend, or both. Can't wait to chat with you all again next week. This is your host, the daintiest doll in town, Parker, signing off. Bye.